Sparrow's not worried about tomorrow or the troubles to come. The lily's not thinking about the seasons, the drought or the flood. The tree that's planted by the water isn't phased by the fire. So why should I be? Because you take good care of me. You take Good morning, 1C family. Just want to welcome you all this morning, and thank you all for being here to worship our Lord and Savior. I uh, just wanted to uh, let you know, um, as of right now, with the situation, we, we are asking that you all please wear your masks during the service, um, keep, them all, keep them on at all times, and we just appreciate your cooperation, and uh, uh, praise the Lord. Thank you. Would you please rise for our first song? Stand up. Are you lost in 
shackles on your feet the way you know Are you scared there's no way out? Are you sick and tired of falling on the ground? Stand up if you believe in the God of freedom Somebody give him praise Stand up if you believe in the name of Jesus Somebody give him praise Can I get a witness? Can I get a healing? Can I get a glory? Hallelujah! Somebody give me a praise. Can I get a yes, Lord? Can I get a he's so good? Can I get another testimony? Somebody give me a Get ready to receive your miracle. Can I get a witness? Can I get a Can I get a glory? Hallelujah. Somebody give me praise. Can I get a yes, Lord? Can I get a so Can I get another testimony? Somebody give me to God in prayer. So if you would please bow your heads. Great and gracious Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this morning. Lord, this morning I know there's a lot of people out there who are anxious, nervous, worry a lot. And Lord, we know that we can come to you and lay at your feet and you will give us rest. And Lord, this morning I ask that for all of us, both here in the building and online. Lord, I ask that you, you just give us that grace, that peace that we need. Lord, I ask that this morning we bless the message we're about to receive, the music we're going to play, our fellowship time together. And Lord, I pray all of this in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen.
mention of your name Jesus your name is power breath and living water such a marvelous mystery yeah. holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come yeah. with all creation I sing praise to the King of Kings you are my everything and I will adore you holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come with all creation I sing praise to the King of Kings you Morning, church. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood, huh? So, um, welcome to 1C. Welcome to the sanctuary where we come in and bring our praises. We bring our hearts. We bring our minds. And we are bringing it to the one who is holy, to the one who is almighty. And the best news of all, he is coming back. And so I welcome you in the name of Jesus this morning. We have a confession. I think it's going to be up on the screen here that we can read together. So let's just take a moment and think about our lives as we're bringing them before Jesus in the words of this confession. Let's read together. Heavenly Father, your desire is to bless your children here on this earth and for eternity. In your word, you show me how by your grace and mercy... I have received one blessing on top of another. Lord, I confess that my sin has caused me to miss out on your blessings. My sin of selfishness, laziness, and rebellion has separated me from you. By the power of your Holy Spirit, show me my sin and remind me of your love that you have expressed through the sending of your Son, Jesus. May the good news of his suffering, death, and resurrection empower me to live as your child in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And there you have it, forgiveness of sins. It is a reality, it is a fact, it is true for those who call on the name of Jesus. My sin, your sin, taken care of, removed as far as the east is from the west. What good news. A handful of, um, no, I see, announcements uh, I think we do um, communion. You know, if you have not gotten your communion cups, they're out there, the little packet. You, you can do those, go out and get those during the next song, okay? And we also have just a couple things, a reminder of the, the slide that's up there about texting in your prayer request. If you have prayer requests today, you can text those in to 402-242-5051. We will capture those and bring them into that time when we do uh, prayers of the people. So again, I welcome you. I'm glad that you're here, and let's just continue to worship together.
Gotta give you what I can today These scattered ashes that I've hid away I lay it all at your feet And from the corners of my deepest shame The empty places where I've worn your name Show me the love I say I believe Oh, help me lay it down Oh, Lord, I lay it down Oh, let this be Good morning. Just want to let you know, uh, I would say a couple weeks ago in staff, we talked about, you know, maybe we need to start pre-recording the sermon, maybe even some music, that if uh, COVID gets even crazier in our community, that we may have to close our doors. Uh, so that's what we're doing today, is we're uh, pre-recording the sermon, and uh, we'll see if we use it tomorrow or not. Well, today we continue what I call part two of There's More Where That Came From. And remember, it was from Ephesians chapter three where Paul, with a sense of passion, almost urgency for people to know that God can do immeasurably more than we can begin or imagine. And if you recall, I, I kind of went off that word imagine and talked about the what if. And talked about how we have the God of the universe who spoke into being 
uh, the world that we have today. And he just spoke it. And then he planted that what-if attitude uh, through a lot of people. Abraham, Moses, David. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Uh, we, we talked about how God just planted that what-if attitude with his people. And it was really centered in the ultimate what-if what if I send my son to be the savior of the world? What if? What if he dies on a cross? What if he takes on himself the sins of the world? And what if he dies on that same cross and placed into a tomb? But the ultimate what if? What if on the third day he would rise again from the dead? And I think that is a glorious image for us to have, not just today, or not just on Easter, but every single day, that the what-if God knew what to do so people like you and me can have life and salvation. Well, we're going to continue this what-if, and I'm going to go through this just for a moment. With, with Randy now uh, being an SMP, specific ministry pastor, uh, one of the things that we get to do together is to work on sermon writing. And we'll just say 35 years ago, there was a professor that taught me that sermon writing is as simple as goal, malady, and means. And specifically, goal is what is it that you want the hearer to either believe or do? Malady. What gets in the way of the hearer? believing, or doing. And then means, by what power, by whose power, can we accomplish the things that God wants to do? And so I'm going to take you on a journey today, and we're going to look at goal, malady, means. And I'll tell you what I'm thinking about for the message today. I want that the hearer would understand that God wants us to be what-if people. Secondly, that we would acknowledge more fully the grace of God given to each and every one of us. And I, I said this before and I'll say it again. Our view of God, who he is, how he loves, dramatically impacts what we do and how we think. So give that some thought in, in your life. What kind of view do you have about God? Is he a God that is generous and gracious and kind and loving? And then how do we then respond in our life? And then thirdly, a goal that we would understand God's desire for us to be faithful and cheerful in the giving of our time and talents and treasures. And um, that's the goal. That's really what I want us to understand today. Um, but there's somebody out there that wants us not to do this goal. And that's where we get to the malady. And remember, the devil, the world, our sinful flesh, all three come after us to distract us uh, to uh, pull us away from what God wants to do or what God wants to teach us. And so sin prevents us from being faithful in using the gifts that God has given to us. Fear, greed, worry, pride get in the way of us being what-if people. And then thirdly, means. How are we going to accomplish this? How are we going to be what-if people? God's Holy Spirit. God's Holy Spirit promised by Jesus and fulfilled, not just in Acts chapter 2, but fulfilled today in the hearts and the lives of God's people. So this Holy Spirit, we can be faithful and cheerful, what if people sharing our time, our talents, our treasure as we love God and we love people. And remember, loving God is this this mo um, movement between us and this eternal God. And then as we love people, it's, it's people that are sitting next to you now. Uh, it's family members. It's people at your workplace. It's somebody in the hallway of your school. God has called us to be what-if people moved by the Spirit and sharing his love. So what I'd like to do is take you on a journey of Deuteronomy chapter 8. And I bumped into this, uh, I think it was last week, and I want to give you a little backdrop to where this is coming in. Well, the children of Israel were held in Egypt 
for, as slaves for 430 years. They were waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, God sent a deliverer at the right time, and his name was Moses. And Moses came, and by the power and the might of God, he said, let my people go. And so through the ten plagues, finally Pharaoh said, you get out of here. And so they make this trek and this journey from Egypt, which was a place of slavery, to this place of imagination. A land flowing with milk and honey. Wow. And so here's Moses. After the 40-year journey, as they're getting ready to go into Canaan, getting ready to go into this promised land, Moses is now giving them a kind of a pep talk. And I believe, and this is where I kind of ran into it, he's going through the goal and the malady and the means. Maybe learn from the same professor I did. All right, let's kind of walk through this. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with brooks, streams, and deep springs gushing out into the valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil, and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. And right here is the goal. What Moses wants the hearer to know and to do and to believe is that we should be praising the Lord our God who has given us and blessed us with one blessing after another. And so again, that is the goal. What is it that you want the hearer to believe or do? So today I hope you can pause and reflect on this God who just blesses with one blessing on top of another. All right, secondly, he goes, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So the malady, what's going to get in the way? is pride. Uh, pride in the heart of the Israelites. And even as we look at it today, <laughs> I really believe um, pride gets in the way for us too. It, it prevents us from <coughs> seeing and um, knowing what God has done and will keep doing because he is a gracious God. All right. <laughs> Third, he led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land, with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. And, and what's that covenant? I will be your God. Through thick and thin, through up and down, through all the tragedy of life, I'm going to be there with you and for you because I love you. And again, that's the means. That's why we do what we do or how we do what we do. Now we're going to turn our attention a little bit over to Randy in just a moment. And he's going to share a scripture from Malachi chapter 3. Powerful text. And then he's going to show a, an illustration. And then we're going to have several people who we've asked to come and talk about what it means to be what if people. Randy, blessings to you.
Well, yeah, it says it's on, and I guess it is. There's my voice. So thank you, uh, Pastor Jim, for all of that. And there is a, I think it was new, it was new to me to see it this way, that what we really are doing here is we are bringing something to God rather than giving something to God. When I look at my own life, I don't see a whole lot in there that's, you know, that I could bring to him, that he doesn't already have, that he can't already use. But what I do have from God is the blessings that he has brought to me. He has brought me, you know, he, he brings me skill. He brings me things I'm interested in. He creates opportunity. And when we bring those things to him, he can do great things. Would you agree? Yeah. It, rem- it kind of reminds me of the old, um, some of you might remember the Bill Gaither trio. They did a song back in the 70s whose uh, one of the lines in the chorus was, you know, all that I had to offer him was brokenness and strife. But he made something beautiful out of my life. And I think that's what we're doing. We're bringing our brokenness, our strife, ourselves, and God does great things to them. I have up here on the table several pomegranates. And the illustration that I want to use around this is just this, that here is on the inside of a pomegranate just countless, countless numbers of seeds. And these are, I want you to look at this like opportunities that God puts in our path. I mean, this is, this is a, a, a what-if moment handed off to a what-if person. And what can come out of that? And then what about this one? Somebody completely different in this room and beyond this room. And God just keeps doing this. He keeps bringing these what-if moments and gives them to his what-if people, and then he does great things with them. Many, many seeds, many, many opportunities, lots and lots of different things happen. And I've had the pleasure of being involved with some folks here at 1C in these kind of what-if moments. And so I'm going to ask some of them to come up, you know, by name, and they'll come up, and they'll say their piece, and then we'll, you know, very... um, Carefully wipe off the microphone. So the first person I want to bring up is my friend Regina. And Regina, we're going to ask you just to kind of say a few words. And yes, you may take your mask off. There you go. Say a few words about your what-if moment and the what-if people that you work with around the Thanksgiving meal. I can do that. Okay. Take it away. So, what if Thanksgiving could not happen this year? Mm -hmm. What if this COVID has shut this meal down? And Randy and I said, no way. No way, we're still going to serve our community. We're still going to make sure that we get a meal to every single person in this community that wants it. And so I said, what if Balin still wants to donate 36 turkeys? I said, what if we'll cook those 36 turkeys? We'll do it. We're going to make this happen. And we're going to make sure that we're going to do it safely. We're going to do it responsibly. And we're going to do it out at St. Luke's. (laughs) St. Luke's has offered their kitchen. We're going to cook over there. We're going to serve out of there. We're going to do curbside and delivery. And I am brokenhearted that we're not going to gather here. But we're still going to serve this community. We're still going to deliver this meal. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Regina, very much. Yes, we are, aren't we? I mean, that is a a what-if moment in the middle of the COVID season. And notice how I'm wiping off the microphone. Yeah. So I want to, uh, up, uh, coming up next, um, some people that, well, I, I guess I'm next. Jane and I were supposed to be next, but Jane is in the booth this morning. Thank you very much. 
But just a quick word on kind of a what-if moment for Jaina and I and Jody and Gina. We got this notion that could we go out from one sea into the neighborhoods and walk those streets and pray for these people that live all around us. And so we did that for several weeks. And schedules got wonky, and so we had to, you know, back away. But we'll, we'll bring it back again. And then Gina had the idea, well, it's COVID season, and there are many people who have started new businesses. Could we go to those businesses and ask them if we can stand on their property and pray for them? And we did that. And we had such tremendous um, opportunities. We had those were great times, and many of those occasions, the business owners was there, and they came out with us, and we prayed for their business. I don't know what the impact is going to be of those prayers, but I know that that was something that God put in front of us that was a, a what-if moment. Then I had this marvelous opportunity to meet some new folks here, um, Carrie Zinnel and Dave and Carrie Manili, and they're going to come up and just say a little bit about what was their what-if moment and how they stepped towards it. So come on up, guys. Good morning. Um, our what-if is what happens if we could reach out to our community and actually help people in everyday lives? So we, as a church, met with Randy, and we came up with a game plan. There is one family that we are helping. Uh, we went as a single mother with three children. One child is in a wheelchair. We helped them get coats, stocking caps, gloves, winter coats um, for her as well. And then we also filled their cupboards with groceries. They are very truly blessed, and I was blessed to help them. I, I guess... Uh when we met with Randy, it, it just occurred to me that, you know, I sit in church every Sunday and get fed, you know, spiritually. And it occurred to me that uh, it, it's easy to give a dollar. But I thought a face-to-face, -face, letting people know that you really care about them, um, making that direct contact, a relationship, that you care about them, not just their needs. And, and I dig that, and, uh, and, and, and that's kind of a what if. What if we went out and did something different? What if we went out and, and made that contact? And so I, I enjoy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Okay. So... Thank you very much for coming up. And we've been meeting on most of the time on Thursday nights over the mug at 5 o'clock and just brainstorming, you know, what can we do next? Because we have, we, we are one of these. I know you can't see this from out there very well, but, you know, Regina and these three friends and the next folks that are coming up, God took this little seed and made something happen. And it's a start. It's a what if start with what if people. So lastly, I would like for Gina and Jordan to come up. And they also have a what if story. You going first, Jordan? There you go. You bet. Um, so our what if is we've been going once a month to SOS, um, for those of you that don't know, it's Seekers of Serenity and it's people that are trying to better their life by breaking free from addiction. Um, I feel my calling for that was they're people too and want to be included in the community, not feel like outcast. So that was my part in the what if it's going we just have fun, play video game, or play board games and talk with people. Um, yeah. 
Um, one of my passages that I always have that comes up on my phone, that I have it for my screen, it says, use whatever gifts you have received to serve others. It's 1 Peter 4.10. And so within SOS, I say, what if they hear, see, feel something that could change their lives just by us showing up and hanging out with them? I was like, what if we do? What if there's a what if moment during that time that can completely change our lives? And so by simply going and just being the hands and feet of the Lord, I feel that we're able to have a better connection with him and we're able to have a better connection with our church family and the community as well. Okay. Thank you both very much. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, you know, just a snapshot of some what-if moments with some what-if people here at 1C. I know there's more of you out there as well. But it just, you know, I'm coming back to when we bring to God our our willingness to be what-if people, and when we bring to God our little what-if ideas, look what he can do, what he can do. And he blesses people, you know, way beyond our very own lives. I think there's a slide that comes up uh, on 2 Corinthians. It's the one that um, I'm going to close with. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things... At all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen.
Let's go to God in prayer this morning. Father, we just thank you that we are able to come to you as your people and that you hear us no matter where we are. Father, we have a prayer for our country that as it goes through these uncertain times, through this election process, that you just put a shield and a hedge of protection around our country to protect us from our enemies, both foreign and domestic. A prayer for my sister who has four, stage four cancer. She is hurting so much. And I just want you, Lord, to be with her through this cancer. And if it is your will, Lord, to heal her, it would be my biggest prayer for her. Prayer for continued healing for my friend Rob as he fights cancer. Prayers for my sister as she battles her drug addiction. Lord, please wrap your arms around her and guide her down the right path. A prayer for everyone to have a safe and happy Thanksgiving and remind us to give thanks to God for all of his blessings that he has given. Lord, thank you for our countless blessings. Please continue wrapping your arms around us in times of uncertainty. Protect us, guide us, and be with all those who are sick and suffering. Heal the hearts of those hurting. Prayers for swift healing for Greg. Prayers for Pastor. Father, we just thank you for all the prayers spoken and unspoken this morning and that you know the hurting and the, and the calling that is reaching out to you from our hearts. And we just ask you, Lord, to just hear us and be with us and comfort us and give us the peace that only you can give. Join me as we say the prayer the Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power, the kingdom, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. When you came in this morning, um, you probably picked up one of these little uh, communion cups with the bread, the wine, or juice in it. So we're going to take time now just to enjoy this meal that Jesus instituted in the upper room before his betrayal, before the cross, before all of those pretty dark days. And here at uh, 1C, we believe that this is the true body and blood of Jesus. And it has power to remind us of who we are in him. It has the power to remind us that our sins are forgiven. Jesus said this. On the night he was betrayed, Jesus took bread. And after he broke it, he gave it to his disciples, giving thanks. And he said, take and eat. This is my body. It is given for you. And in the same way, he took the cup. And after he had taken it, he said to them, this is the covenant of my blood, 
do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it until you proclaim the Lord's death and his coming. So if you will, take out your, your communion cup and take the bread. This is the body of Jesus broken for you and I. Then take the juice or the wine. This is the blood of Jesus. It was shed for you and I for the forgiveness of sins. Lord Jesus, we are grateful that this is a this is a meal that we come to. It's powerful. We know that we are forgiven in Christ. We thank you for your broken body. We thank you for your shed blood. And now, Lord, may you bless us as we go. May you bless each and every one here and keep us mindful of who you are and what you have done for us. In your great name, amen. So I think announcements are next, yeah? Hey, Ed, come check out my North Star Christmas tree topper at Levitate's. Is this a gummy bear? Yeah, we lost baby Jesus. Hey, check out these LED lights. I have them synced up to a 76-hour all-Christmas music playlist. There's my little Christmas DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you waiting till Christmas is over so you can go buy a new nativity set when they're on sale? Huh? No. No, oh no. We lost baby Jesus like 11 years ago. Is, is baby Jesus always a gummy bear? Oh, no, oh, we trade it every year. Yeah, like uh, last year it was a uh, tiny troll doll. <laughs> and the year before that we used a uh, dog treat. They were the perfect size, but <laughs> Dalton kept taking them and eating them. You, you mean your dog kept stealing them? No, my son Dalton, he loves those dog treats. Especially the peanut butter ones. There was one year that we used a, uh, a doll head. That was creepy. We, we made a modeling clay, baby Jesus. So the dog took that one too. Um, one year we got desperate and used an ice cube. That was a miss and a mess. Yeah, just seems like everything we try to replace baby Jesus with never lasts. Say that again. Everything we try to replace baby Jesus with never seems to last. And? And what? Say it again, slowly. Why? Just do it, dulcimo, slowly, do it. I don't understand what's happening. Just do it. This is getting weird. Say it! Fine! But when I'm done saying this, you're gonna march in here and you're gonna watch my star levitate. I'm fine, 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 do it. Fine. Everything we try to replace baby Jesus with never seems to, oh, yep, there it is. Okay, Merry Christmas. We're getting ready for Christmas, and I hope you are too. I don't know what your family Christmas traditions look like, but chances are they're a little different this year. Hopefully, you won't have a gummy bear Jesus, but one thing's for certain, things are not normal this year. Take our exploration, for example. On Wednesday evenings, we will not be meeting in person anymore from now through Christmas. But that doesn't mean we can't have fun faith activities at home. Wednesday evenings from 6.15 to 6.30, we'll all join together for live stream Advent worship. And then following the worship, you can take out your interactive Advent devotion kit to have fun faith activities at home. You can pick up your kit today in the family gathering space. There's even hot cocoa mix for your first night. One thing's for certain, even though there's a lot of things going on in our world today and in this season, nothing can replace or remove Jesus from Christmas. Okay, so like Greg said, there will be Advent kits. Um, they are assembled, they are out in the family gathering space, so we're asking every family grab one. 
Um, even if you're uh, single, uh, grab one. They're fun. Um, there's a bunch of questions that we'll go through. You get to pick a question every night. Um, so grab your kid out there. Um, Kate will be out there handing those out to you. Um, next announcement we have is, again, the Thanksgiving meal. Regina talked on that. We are still looking for volunteers. So you can go to Planning Center or call the church office to get signed up if you want to volunteer for that. We need uh, delivery drivers and people to help with the curbside pickup. Next is poinsettia sales. We are selling poinsettias for $15 if you are interested in purchasing one. And those are in memory or in honor of maybe somebody who's passed or if you just want to somebody's birthday, anniversary, whatever. Um, that sign-up is also out at Next Steps. And then this coming Saturday, the 28th, we are going to start decorating for Christmas. And we need a lot of help. We put up a lot of trees. Um, if anybody is interested, we are doing that at 9, Saturday, the 28th. And if we could get some strong people to come help us get the trees down from upstairs, that is greatly appreciated also. Um, and then the very last thing is the church office will be closed this Thursday and Friday. So, Is that it? That's it. That was really, really quick. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of, let me just insert a few details. The Thanksgiving meal is coming together very nicely. Registrations are coming in for curbside and for delivery. We do have volunteers. We have drivers. We have people coming over to St. Luke's Church to help prepare on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can still be a part of that. Carrie said call the church office. You can also go to 1cchurch.com. On the landing page of our Facebook page, there's a very prominent button there that says Community Thanksgiving Meal. Click on that, takes you and walks you right through the process. And then I'm remembering there was something I forgot to mention earlier. Um, sometime soon, there's a garland showing up around here, right? It's going to stretch across the straight stage. Saturday. Saturday. Okay. It's called the Giving Garland. It's a what-if moment. What if 150 students from our high schools were to receive a gift? So if you can kind of, you know, tuck that in your hip pocket and keep an eye out for that, you know, we can really bless our community that way. I do believe that is all of the announcements. That's it. All right. Thank you. Would you please rise for our last song?
enough. Well, your grace is enough. Well, your grace is enough for me. Oh